The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hassa of Team Reba Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Austin from Home Street Bango Mortgage. Yeah, sure, you betcha. Yeah. <laughs> we got another Norwegian in the house today. Yes, we do. Happy to have Mike Olden here from ARC. It's American Resource um, Reporting, reporting Company. Isn't American it? Reporting, reporting Company. Like you know him yeah. better than I do. Don't you know his company name? <laughs> well, you know, I always get their names wrong. That's, That's true. It my, is It my, is your thing. <laughs> it's my shtick. It's your yeah. shtick and you're sticking to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we are going to be talking about credit, credit reports, credit scores. Mm -hmm. Lots of changes just went into effect last month. It's going to be an exciting show. Got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to be like, ooh, credit reporting and FICO score is... Almost as exciting as two Norwegians <laughs> talking. There you go. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm in that studio right this very second. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to go take a nap while you get your gig hey, on. Hey, hey. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, this is exactly the kind of thing we need to be talking about. Because, you know, I had another new client last night that I was sitting down with, and we got into quite a bit of discussion about they were just about to write their first offer on the first house and all that kind of fun stuff. And we were telling them all these little rules that they needed to be aware of as they go into this process. Right. So it's some of the stuff we talked about from two weeks ago, that was discussion of issues when you're going through the lending process. And some of that does end up in the whole, you know, scoring process as well. Right. That's right. And then to get there, you know, like FICO, stays sort of the same with their algorithms, but they have some modifications. And then just how credit scoring happens over time can change. So we're going to be talking about that some today, listeners. Mm. Um, But we're not diving into it quite so fast. um, Because since we got the... uh, Well, we had estrogen in the house last week. (laughs) Because we had, you know, Kimberly Reason from Sound Transit. And we had you uh, out of the office. And we had Sarah filling in. Sarah Aziz, my yeah. niece. How'd she do? She was great. Actually, you know what? Can I, was, I have her again? Yes, you can. No problem. I was actually listening to the show yes. from uh, Logan International Airport. Yes. They're just about ready to jump on a plane. Mm-hmm. And so I actually listened in right up until the point I was forced to turn my phone off. So, yeah, it was fun fun to listen to. Yeah. 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 Well, Sarah did a phenomenal job. Good. And we had a great time uh, with Kimberly Reason. And, you know, reminding the listeners out there, if you aren't, live listening to it today or if you want to go back and listen to it or maybe you have to get out of your car and have to stop in the middle of the show we always repost every single show on fridays on the team reba blog so Mm -hmm. you can just type in team reba blog in a search engine you'll be able to find us uh, or you can just go to teamreba.com and there's a link right right directly to all of our shows that's right so yes yes but kimberly i've already been taking the show that we had for her Mm -hmm. and sending it out to a bunch of clients I mean, I just got done having a conversation earlier today with a guy who wants to move here from Cleveland. He works for Amazon, and they've been like, move here, move here, move here, move here. And now they're like, move here. Mm. So he's about ready to, you know, relocate. And uh, he's trying to figure it out. And I said, well, you know, do you know much about commuting? Because most of the other big cities he's lived in have had large mass transit 
you know, options mm-hmm. available to him, right. like, whether it's by train, light rail, you know, subways, those kinds of things. So he was like, yeah, yeah, send that out to me. I'd love to see it. Right. So I love that our, you know, the, the, the guests that we bring on, the content is so valid and real for people on an ongoing basis that it's just always there and available for folks to go back and listen to and uh, know more about the area. Well, good. It I is, love it. It is good to, good to know what's going on with transit, how yes. that's going to happen. Getting of, those Priuses off the road. I don't know if anybody knows when it's going to happen, but, you know. Well, no, they have there. some timelines. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. We yeah. talked about it a little bit. <laughs> Ye of little faith. Okay. Anyway, but um, we missed your, well, we got a market rate update last week, but it's just not yeah. the same way in which you provide it. So do you want to give us a market rate update today? Sure. Uh, how about I just bring you some good news? I uh, love good news. We are at actually one month lows for mortgage rates. And two weeks Excellent. ago, we were at about a, you know, six we were at a two month high. high. Was it yeah, six month high? Two, yeah, it's about a six okay. month high. Uh, they're working their way back down. Good. And uh, and so, uh, you know, we have just, uh, as as usual, a lot of volatility in the markets. Uh, but uh, it's it's starting to look pretty good right now. And, and part of this is just the bond market. As the bond market rallies, uh, it puts downward pressure on interest rates. And that's been what's happening here over the last couple days or so. Uh, the national average 30-year fixed rate loan right now dipped under 4%. Around 3.99% is the national average. 15-year fixed rates around 3.29%. FHA, 30-year fixed rates, 3.68%. Oh. And that's the same for VA loans for our veterans. So if you are a veteran or the surviving spouse of a veteran, really, really should look into the VA program. It'll allow you to buy a home with zero down up to some pretty high loan amounts right now, 592-250 in King County, Snohomish County, Pierce County. And, um, you know, if you're refinancing, you can even pull literally up to, a, you know, all of your equity out of the home. We wouldn't recommend that, but you can do it if you, if you need to. Uh, with a really? B, they with don't a require VA. you to? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. And the nice thing about VA, though, is there's no mortgage insurance, no PMI required. Yes. Uh, which with everybody else. It's a big put, benefit. Yep. Less than 20% down, you're going to be paying Mortgage insurance, one way or another, uh, with the exception of VA. So, so can I just deal. tell you a funny story about those two young guys I was talking mm. to last night? Sure. So we knew they were going to do a low down uh, loan, mm-hmm. right? And I'm I'm asking them, okay, well, it, so it's it's through a different lender, mm-hmm. you know, because they were referred through another party who knows me and another lender, right? Sure. And I said, okay, well, I just want to confirm you mentioned. You're doing FHA. Are you sure it's an FHA loan? Well, I'll, we're putting uh, th- uh, 3% down. That's not FHA. And I said, that's not FHA. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's not? I thought I assumed. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. A lot of people automatically think if it's less than 20% down, it's automatically the FHA. Yeah, and I went, no. why don't you go pull that pre-approval letter back up? Because we hadn't seen it yet. Like mm. the lender had sent it to them, but they hadn't really looked at it that closely. And they really aren't sure what it is they're looking at right now. Mm. Um, and so they pulled it up and they're like, oh, you're right. <laughs> it is a conventional loan. I'm like, okay, that's good to know. Good to know. Because we have to put it right into your offer. Uh, so we have to be okay. accurate in right. what we're putting in there. Right, so right. thank and you for you looking. See my, my blood pressure going up because the customer doesn't know what they have. And that's I know Not it's a, a little sad. It means that they should understand it one hundred percent. Well, and see, here's the thing though: they hadn't yet met directly with this person because oh, you know, it's one of those rush situations. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, listeners, can I just tell you? We know every single one of you starts looking 
way before you call the working professionals of the industry. But I really want to encourage folks that if you are thinking about doing this, make those phone calls earlier. Many think, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to feel like I'm being pressured. Oh, I don't want to do this. But here's the problem. This situation happens. Right. And this young man was out looking at homes with his dad. He's been looking online for three to four months. He's been going out to some open houses. And lo and behold, he falls in love with a house. He's with his dad. He's rushing to get a hold of now the you know lender that he's been told he should work with by his you know cousin who's referred him. And so they're rushing to get the paperwork, but they've never even met with her yet. Like they've sent documents, but they haven't even met with her yet. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. And the other partner in the relationship has not even seen the house yet. So my day yesterday, I had what a marathon. What could mar- go wrong? What could go wrong I know. in that situation? I had a marathon appointment yesterday. We met for the first time at 2.30 at the house that they had decided they wanted to go ahead and buy. I show up. We'd already had to go ahead and prep with one of our inspectors to be like, hey, if the other partner likes it, I need you to drive down to be available to do a pre-inspection because guess what? Offers were due at noon today. I'm waiting to find out if we got the offer. <laughs> and so we meet at 2.30. They decide they like the house. I'm asking a bunch of qualifying questions. The other partner, he's never seen another house i'm like you're gonna buy the first house you've ever seen and he's like oh my gosh it's fine i'm like it's fine (laughs) so i was with one of the other women in my team and i'm like ciao take these guys out and go look at some more houses (laughs) i'm like i'll sit here with the inspector so we had the inspector come she explained what she was going to do great you guys good and in the meantime while she was driving down we're looking up houses they're going to go look at (laughs) you know we're hot spotting inside the house and like okay off you go off you go you're going to go look at five houses because i want you to feel 100 percent confident about putting money down you know on this house so did they stick with the original house they did and this was the thing i told them because i had this happen with another customer where I showed him the first house, they fell in love with it, or at least the wife did, and the husband's like, I don't know. And I went, while we're under inspection, I'm going to go show you. And we showed at least 20 houses to that fella until we got to such a place that as he would walk in, he's like, you know, our house is nicer than this one. And then I knew he had become comfortable with it. And so that's exactly what we did yesterday. They went out and looked at five more houses so that both of the people in the couple would feel comfortable and confident Good. But then, so we finish the pre-inspection, go to a Starbucks, and while everyone's having snacks and, you know, cooling off, I'm explaining to them how we work with them, explaining about the offer, asking questions about their lending, telling them what not to do while they go under contract. And so that we left them at 830. I had another appointment that we had to get to. So from 9 to 10, we finished our final appointment. I mean, it was just, it was a long Long day because then I got home and had to still do email. Well, so I started course. at eight. I finished at one. Yeah, it was anchor. a long day. We so call, when when the people here at the hours. yeah when the people here at the station were like, "Hey, how you doing? How are things going?" I'm like, "Leave me alone. Don't ask. Like, I wish <laughs> yeah, I could have your I'm schedule. Tired. Okay, go yeah, away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We but I love have, what I do. We don't have those jobs where we can leave at five o'clock and like turn it all off and not worry about anything. No. Uh-uh. Roll in at nine o'clock in the morning and it's all good. I know. I told this guy, Novi, he, he has two days on, two days off. So he effectively only works 15 days a month. And I went, hmm. can I swap jobs with you? Yeah, 
like, that's a lot of time off. Like, I'm kind of loving your world. (laughs) I I thought you were with this story. I thought you were going towards, uh, I don't know if, I think you saw the um, approval letter that we were given from a lender recently. Yes. Well, I thought you talked about that on another show. No, no. Oh, okay. This this letter uh, was uh, said, it started to whomsoever it may concern. And I thought, not out of the Bible, <laughs> whomsoever. But anyway. No, this is like formal oh, well, letter writing. This approval was for a confirming loan program. Oh, I love those now, confirming loans. those of us so in positive. the industry, we call it a conforming loan yes. program. But this happened to be for a confirming loan program. It's because they were feeling very positive. And the loan approval was subject to loan approval. Which, oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> so I wouldn't put a lot of faith in that lender, whatever you do. Nope. But when we come back, we've got Mike Golden here from American Reporting Company. Uh, we're going to tell you what's changed affecting your credit score. Stay tuned. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're both here every Tuesday at mm-hmm. 3 o'clock bringing you real estate and finance news. Yeah, I'm glad we get to squeeze it in every week. I know. I know. Sometimes I feel like I feel like that lemon every morning that I'm putting into my warm water and like squeezing it with one of those juicers, getting yeah. every little drop out of it. It's so funny when I, <laughs> you know, every Tuesday though, I, I around this, you know, 1 o'clock or so, I'm racing out of the office. Or like have a good show, Eric. So everybody knows that's that's what happens. Every yeah, Tuesday, no, so. I think it's great. A lot of fun. I, I love you know I love doing this show, and you know why I love doing this show? Hmm. Not because I just love hearing my voice all the time. People think I like to just talk a lot to talk. Uh huh. But like we were talking about during the break, and what I was talking about in the last segment, this helps me not have to talk later on because we have good guests on. We have you great can, guests can, like Mike, right? That give amazing content because as you know you know i have you know licensing that's just under real estate and i know a lot about other things but i'm not a licensed mortgage originator even mm. though i know a lot about the mortgage industry thank i'm not yeah. an lpo thank yeah. you very much for that yeah. <laughs> rounding <laughs> vote of confidence or rousing vote of confidence but i'm not a licensed you know um right. a, what lpo it's a licensed practitioner Limited practice limited practice officer. officer. Thank you. I blanked there for a second. That's the escrow folks. Yeah. You know, so they have a limited practice of law right. as well. You know, yeah. I'm not an attorney, but I work with attorneys all the time. And, you know, we have to share so much information with people, constantly educating. But it's even better when we do these shows and bring on someone like Mike because we can get right to the source because we're supposed to be the source of the source, but not the source. And so it's great to have you here because it's not just me trying to repeat to somebody or just send a website. Someone can actually hear you as an expert in your industry talking about this thing that is such a key element for what impacts mine and Eric's industries. So thank you, Mike Olden. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm delighted to be back again. Yeah. yeah. Mike, tell us, uh, give us a little bit about your background yeah. and your company. Uh, well, American Reporting Company, uh, locally owned, privately owned. We're headquartered out in Linwood, just mm-hmm. north of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're entering our, th- just entered our 31st year in the business, 1986, we were founded. 
I've been there since 1997, so coming up mm-hmm. on 20 years myself. Yeah. Awesome. Happy then, anniversary. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, over 30 years in the industry. I started in the industry back in 1984, mm. uh, primarily all on the credit side. And, and ARC has uh, started out primarily as a credit reporting agency, a reseller of credit reports in the mortgage industry. And about uh, a dozen years ago, we added appraisal management as well. Oh. So uh, we're, okay. we're a credit reporting agency and an appraisal management mm-hmm. company. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do a little promo. You may want to bring our president in sometime to talk about appraisals and that part of the industry. I would be up for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, And then uh, my, my specific role at ARC is managing a lot of our larger institutional clients like Home Street Bank. Mm-hmm. Eric's one of our, mm-hmm. our top clients and also providing... Not an institutionalized no, client. No, no, <laughs> uh, Banks, credit unions, yes. non-deposits. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then also uh, I provide a lot of our educational outreach uh, events like this. Perfect. Your show today mm-hmm. or national webinars, first-time mm-hmm. homebuyer... Lunch and learns for agents. Uh, awesome. Clock hours. So, okay. So I, I enjoy. So I have a this. quick question for you. Speaking yeah. of lunch and learns, because we were just talking to some of the folks here at the station who manage our account, so to speak, mm-hmm. and they have opportunities for us to do lunch and learns as oh, part of our radio program. To do that, would you be open if we created Absolutely. something like that, and sure. we could let our listeners come in and? Because Talk to you I, direct. I, unlike you and Eric, I do like to hear myself speak. Oh, well, well there you go. So. Okay. <laughs> No, I, I would be delighted to do that, and especially when we've got a great client uh, yeah. like Home Street Bank is part of that. Absolutely. Well, yeah. listeners, if you are interested in something like that, please reach out to us. You can uh, send us an email at info at teamreba.com and just put in the subject line, Lunch and Learn FICO, and we'll exactly. go from there. Yeah. I like the idea because I know that when Mike does a meeting, mm-hmm. he usually caters it from Larson's Bakery, which is another Scandinavian Norwegian bakery in Ballard. Based, you know, yes, so. of course. Oh, they're actually so Danish. Danish. But, oh, uh, pardon, you know, well, we, pardon we me. We consider that part of the Scandinavian. We'll give them a okay. pass yeah, for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, all, they're all right. They're all right. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Mike, <laughs> last month there were significant changes to the credit Bureau, the credit reporting uh, mm-hmm. processes, and, and especially some of those that impact credit scores, it definitely impacts mortgage lending and all of that. So, um, you know, I guess before we qu- get quite to that, can you give us just a real brief overview? You know, everybody's, um, you know, and, and credit scores have become, you know, kind of a, a, a discussion topic, you know, fairly popular these days because there's uh, we're flooded with TV commercials and mm-hmm. radio commercials internet commercials about credit scores and, mm-hmm. and Reba and I like to joke about the the guy playing the banjo or mm-hmm. the, the girl that's going to rent the apartment and she's like yeah you know I, I got this credit score but that's not the credit score that mortgage lenders are using can you kind of fill us in a little bit on that typically not and I even saw an article last week about uh, uh, single individuals should be looking at their potential uh, dates credit scores uh, to see if they even want yeah. to get to know <laughs> them. But uh, uh, you're, you're if correct. If they want to get to know them, they, they not just them. if they want to get married, but, <laughs> but if they just want to meet them. Just want to meet them. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. But, but Eric, you're correct. Uh, not all credit scores are the same. There's multiple credit scores. Uh, FICO is certainly one of the largest. It's what mm-hmm. they use uh, in our industry. 
uh, one of, I believe, FICO's marketing taglines is the score that lenders use. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's certainly in the real estate finance industry uh, what's what's being used uh, today. But you mentioned some of those radio and TV ads, Mm -hmm. the one with the banjo. Uh, We don't Mm -hmm. see that anymore. uh, no, they've morphed into something else. But yeah. yeah. The the one that I find uh, a, a little bit uh, off right now, there is a uh, well-known company that provides free credit scores. And you may be familiar with a television mm-hmm. ad where there's a young couple looking at a home mm-hmm. with an agent like Reba standing behind them. And they're looking at their phone and there's a little thermometer icon oh yes and it goes uh-huh. up to like 750 mm-hmm. and yeah. she's standing behind them going you've qualified this is your home and there's a sold sign out sign it yeah well yeah. that particular company uses vantage scores which mm-hmm. is a good score uh developed collectively by the three credit bureaus about 10 years ago but it's not a fico score mm-hmm. and it's not what eric's going to see on a credit report when he pulls up that report uh for for a borrower right. And the scale on a Vantage score is different from the scale on a FICO score, correct? Depending on which generation you use, uh, right now Vantage has three different generations. The original generation was uh, went from 501 on the low end to mm-hmm. 990 on the high end, mm-hmm. whereas traditionally a FICO score, 300 on the low end to 850 on the high end. So mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. see they're just they're calibrated differently. There's a lot of room for misconception and mm-hmm. misunderstanding. Well, you see, and that's what would happen to us frequently. Someone, um, you know, they they sign up online for their free credit score. They get the score, and it's 750, and they're thinking, man, I rock. You know, I'm good. And then they, they come into a mortgage lender, and we say, oh, you know, your score's 100 points lower than that. And they want to know what you did to their credit Yeah, exactly. Was well, that your inquiry that yeah. torpedoed and, it? And what it, what and happened? And it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's just a different score range. But now, in their last two generations, Vantage has adopted that 300 to 850 range uh you know, if nothing else, maybe just to be consistent with what's in the consumer's mind, mm, we're mm-hmm. always thinking okay. 300 to 850. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the higher the score, the lower the risk. Mm-hmm. Lower right. the risk, lower the interest rate. Mm-hmm. Eric can loan more money. Mm-hmm. It gives Reba more opportunities. Uh, gets more house. More, more buying house, power. different yeah. school district, what, mm-hmm. whatever the, the consumer, is, the borrower is mm-hmm. looking sure, for sure. there. So that's one concept we want the listeners to always remember is not all credit scores are alike. Mm-hmm. Don't use FICO like we use Kleenex or Band-Aid or Xerox. <laughs> Zillow. Zillow, you know. Yeah. Well, and and uh, so there's there's multiple credit scores, but in our industry, we're using the FICO score 300 on mm-hmm. the low end, 850 on the high end. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. So what changed uh, last month? Yeah. So beginning July 1st of, of, of this year, and this has been in the works for a couple of years, the National Consumer Assistance Plan uh, went fully into effect. And it's not a law. It's not a regulation. It was a settlement between the three credit mm. bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, mm-hmm. and 31 states' attorneys general, led by, guess? 
mm. New York. Yeah, uh, who sense. seems their, their attorney general seems to to lead a lot a of on these, the activist side. Yeah, uh, yeah, of these items, but it was a settlement, uh, and 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 the the primary goal was to have more transparency, more mm-hmm. uh, consumer friendly, uh, right, uh, and, and looking at things a, a little bit more. Was uh, Washington engaged in that, or we just happened to be benefiting? No, I, I from believe it? I believe Washington State was one of those okay. thirty one states. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, on there, Th- there's a few key components uh, okay. to this. Uh, number number one public records, specifically tax liens and okay. judgments. Okay. Uh, if they don't meet specific criteria, mm-hmm. they can no longer be reported on the credit report. And the criteria they must meet, the tax lien or judgment in the court documents must include the consumer's name, the consumer's address, and then either their date of birth or social security number. Typically, that's not information included in a tax lien or a judgment. If, they, if it doesn't include three of those four data points and the court doesn't update those records every 90 days, the bureaus are no longer allowed to report those items on the credit report. Okay, so explain to me why that was the criteria. Well, because I think a lot of consumer advocacy groups felt there were too many uh, too many items reported on consumer credit reports that weren't exact, weren't, were not theirs. Weren't accurate. But because of similar names. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we run and into so that forth. when it comes to title on property. Exactly. All the time. Same thing. In with fact, mm-hmm. and well, in fact, I'll give you an Mixed example. Files. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and people have similar names, right? Yeah. And I'm, I, we're not going to be able to get through all this right before we're supposed to go right into a break. But I have a perfect example of that that just came up when I was doing a review for a client right before we got them a house that they just got under contract yesterday. So we're going to chat more about this and with Mike Olden of American Reporting Company in just a few minutes on Open House with Team Reba. If you have questions, 866-712-1300. Got a question? Call it in. 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hassett, Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Austin from Home Street Bank, Home yeah. Mortgage. Yeah. And today we have Mike Olden with us with American Reporting Company. Mike has been talking about credit, changes to the credit bureaus, mm-hmm. credit score requirements and all that. And Mike, before the break, uh, we were talking about things that are no longer reporting, possibly, potentially, mm-hmm. on a person's credit report. So liens and judgments... Uh, unless was uh, it tax lien specific tax liens tax liens. and judgments right mm-hmm. uh, unless they meet the specific criteria right because there's I, other kinds of liens yeah and we're okay. going to have the website for the National Consumer Assistance Plan on your website oh, so perfect. your listeners can go in awesome and take a look at that um, that's one of the main things there's two other items one medical 
bills. Mm -hmm. There's now a 180-day cooling-off period before a provider can send a medical bill to collection. Oh, how wonderful. That is How many of us, myself included, have gone back and forth uh-huh. with the medical provider, the insurance company. Oh, yeah. Uh, and well, it just takes time it, for all that yeah, to get through the system. Trying to get it through the system. Uh, we've seen on credit reports, medical collections report as soon as 60 to 90 days mm-hmm. after the service was provided. Yeah. Well, now it's a full six months. Yeah. And then the third item that is is important our non-contractual collections are no longer eligible for reporting. Probably the most common non-contractual collection is a parking ticket that goes to collection. Ah. And Eric, you can probably attest, you've seen many credit reports with... Oh, I thought you were saying he gets lots of parking tickets. No, no. I don't think so. I'm pretty good. I don't think so. uh, I'm too cheap. uh, But but, but lenders lenders can attest that... uh, uh, in Seattle Municipal Court, $53. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a $53 collection could do a lot of damage if mm-hmm. it's recent uh, right. to a credit score, uh, maybe even to the point where it slows down or stops the transaction. Correct. I had one customer that had two pages of unpaid parking tickets. And uh, when I asked about wow. it, it's like, do you know about these? No, I didn't know anything about them. I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, really? it's interesting. We we get I've gotten calls on those before, and and it's somebody maybe our generation, and mm-hmm. they're they're a little upset because they're on there. And I said, yeah. does anybody else use your car? Well, yeah, my 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 son, my son or my mm-hmm. daughter mm-hmm. used it, or mm-hmm. you know, somebody used it. And I said, well. You know, the ticket goes to the registered owner, not mm-hmm. to the right. driver. See, and if they don't realize but, it and they just take it off and oh, throw yeah. it away yeah, or they, something. And put it in the glove it. box. That's and, what I get. Mm-hmm. I get the photo tickets, you know, where somebody yeah. may not have come oh. to a complete stop at a red, at a, one of those camera intersections. Yeah. And, right. And uh, if, uh, if that person is listening right now, Peter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about We're it keep later. That anonymous, we'll talk yeah. about it when I get home. <laughs> well, you have to you have to be careful because if you put them in the glove box, they mature with age. There you like, go. There's uh, like go. a fine wine. Yeah, yeah. but th- those are probably the three key components of the of of the National Consumer Assistance Plan. But what's interesting, when FICO and Vantage did some retroactive analysis of what mm-hmm. what effect might happen to scores, they found that only about ten to twelve percent. Of, of credit files would have a significant improvement as a result of those items not showing up. Hmm. Because what they found is, and, and I think we can see this anecdotally at ARC, a consumer that has public records, collections, mm-hmm. is typically not the only items negative that show up on their credit report. Right. That's There's true. other items that may be right. a pattern. So well, and that's the whole idea yeah. of scoring to begin with is it shows that pattern and puts it into some kind of, you know, yeah, it's, it's projecting future right. risk. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, we, we tell clients all the time, anything that has to do with financial services, whether it's insurance, lending, any kind of banking, loans, whatever it is, it's always about risk and yield. Because even when you're setting up your own like investment portfolio, what are you thinking about? Risk and yield. Well, the more risk you're willing to take, the more it's going to you know, potentially pay back to you or it's going to cost you, right? And then the more conservative you want to be, it's going to be a little more stable, but it's going to be lower. So, um, you know, I... 
this is I'm excited to hear some of these things. I'm surprised if they thought it was only going to be like 10 to 12 percent of people who would be impacted that they went ahead and did it, though. Well, I would I'll I'll clarify that they they, they feel that only 10 to 12 percent of credit mm-hmm. files will see a significant increase in the scores oh, as a okay. result of these items uh, okay. no longer reporting. Okay, um, and significant. I can't give you a definitive answer what significant mm-hmm. is. I would say 20 points and above mm-hmm. might be a significant improvement. Okay. Uh, but again, every file's different. Well, uh, I'm going to love seeing it just even from the real estate side, because we talked about this on the break. I just had recently a client get under contract that we were doing the preliminary title review. And as I'm going through it and explaining it to the customer, um, you know, because they're first-time buyers, we're going through, and all of a sudden I see a judgment. And then I start looking at it a little more closely, and for the first time it's like, oh, I know who the person is who filed this judgment. <laughs> like, recognize the person's name, and then it was filed by an attorney. But the next item down on the title report was a request for identity of affidavit. Um, from the title company to the person who owned this house, which sure enough, then there was a supplemental uh, document that came through that was removing those two things because what they did is they identified just the same kind of items that you were saying have to be part of this, Mm -hmm. that there's date of birth, social security, full name, and an address. They identified through the identity affidavit that this was not that guy. And so they Mm -hmm. had to pull it off the title. But we run into those all the time. I find DSHS liens for Mm -hmm. child support. We see IRS tax liens. Because, you know, listeners, keep in mind, there's lots of people with the same name. Sometimes even when you think you have a unique name, it may not be as unique as you think. And me as Rebecca Hass is my my full name. uh, Well, my full name, Rebecca Ellen Hass. Well, first of all, I have a niece-in-law with the exact same name as me. So there's two people in one family with the same name now. Because she married in and now has my name. And I know six other women across the United States with the same name. And a few of them having the same middle name because that just is a typical middle name for, you know, my first name. So exactly. we get it. And I get calls all the time for other people's collections. Junior, and it's senior frustrating. situations. Exactly. Uh, the, 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 and I think from what we... The clients from yesterday, the yeah. one guy's a twin. So we know what's going to come up on their yeah. purchase. From what we've read, from what we have heard on uh, updates uh, regarding NCAP, uh, that's one of the major reasons for for this particular portion is to mm-hmm. reduce the number of erroneous reporting items. That's going to save a lot of time for a whole bunch of people in many industries. And and right. money in, in some cases, too, because some of these things on there, like you mentioned, the parking tickets, well, if that pulls a score down you know, significantly, that can affect the, the, the interest rate or the fees a person has to pay on a mm-hmm. loan. And it's not just mortgages. You know, it's car loans. It's, it's insurance. It's, it's insurance. It's all kinds of different things. It's whether or not you get a rental or Absolutely. not. Absolutely. Right? Job. And, job and applications. Job, yes. Now, security and, clearance. Yeah. Eric, you can you can concur as a lender, but um, simply because tax liens aren't eligible to be reported doesn't mean they're not valid. And, oh, right. And Fannie Mae is still requiring lenders to do their due diligence to ensure that those are taken care of prior to closing. Correct. Okay, I have a quick question for you about that, though, because um, you know a lot of small business owners end up 
owing the IRS. I mean, honestly, there's just a lot of people who don't do a great job of setting aside taxes for their businesses. They get in trouble and then they have to get put on a payment plan and all these other kinds of things. It's one of the main reasons a lot of small businesses fail, honestly, right? But it's not uncommon for like, I'm an independent contractor. I am self-employed. And there are times that, you know, depending on what kind of year you have, you have huge tax bills. And of course, you want to put it on a payment plan. Now, somebody could have debts from maybe a business they closed, right? And then they've had to put it on a payment plan. I mean, does, is, is that something that is reported, not reported? Well, it could. And a lot of tax liens that, that we have seen in the past are from small business owners. Right. Uh, typically because they're a personal guarantor. Right. Uh, now, the business may have been responsible for paying the debt, mm-hmm. but if they are a personal guarantor on any type of debt, mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes it's going to show up on their personal credit report. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, the, the lender may ask for s- supporting documentation to mm-hmm. show that the business is making, making yeah, payments. We can, we can work but, around that usually. But okay. if yeah. the business owner is the personal guarantor of that account, mm-hmm. it will typically show up on their personal credit report. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Mike, if uh, a person has information on their credit report that is not accurate, uh, there is a dispute process. Can you talk about that a little bit, the best way to get something that's sure. false removed? Sure. I think probably the, the most efficient and the quickest way is for consumers to go to annualcreditreport.com. Mm-hmm. And again, that's going to be part the of the... The only re- good one. Yeah, that's going to be part of the resource guide we provide to your listeners on Great. your website. Uh, that is the official free site from the Federal Trade Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the others um, are are okay, but they're not the official site. They're not free. Um, now, you don't receive credit scores through annualcreditreport.com. If you want those, you have to pay. Mm -hmm. But I think the most important thing for a consumer uh, when they're going to annualcreditreport.com is to pull that up, make sure that everything that's that's theirs is accurate and up-to-date, and anything that Mm -hmm. is not accurate or doesn't belong to them, then they can dispute it. Mm -hmm. And typically, when you pull that report up online, you can click on the individual account, the trade line, and dispute it online rather than do it the old-fashioned way, which is a written letter, send it in to the bureau. And that's via valid. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you can still do it both ways, but doing it online as part of your annual credit report okay. is the most efficient well, way no, of doing I, I, it. I'm, I'm asking that question because there used to be a lot of people who would call to do that, but that's not an official... Yeah, the bureaus the bureaus yeah. have really, in the past few years, they want to steer people... It always has to be written, it, it, as yeah, I understand it. They want to it. do it in writing, yeah. snail mail, or do it online mm-hmm. uh, when you go, ideally, through annualcreditreport.com. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Good to, to know. Do it that way. And the timeline, what, what is the typical timeline? Once a person disputes, how much time does the creditor have to settle that dispute? Uh, they, they would they would still have the the, the 30 days 30 to respond. Days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's under the Fair Credit Reporting Act, right. which okay. is federal legislation. And, and, and there is something I'd caution anybody, though, if you're right in the middle of a real estate transaction mm-hmm. or you're about to enter into one, uh, please, please talk with your lender before you dispute something on your credit because once you file a dispute with a credit bureau, yep. the lender cannot move forward until yeah. that dispute is resolved. Mm-hmm. 
and there are some updates on that. If we can talk about yeah, after let's, the break. Let's do about, that. When we come that. back, we have more with Mike Olden yeah. with American Reporting Company. I'm learning a lot today, Mike. Well, good. I'm, I'm delighted. All right. Stay <laughs> tuned. More with uh, Open House at Team Reba. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hassa, Team Reba. And we have Mike Olden here with American Reporting Company telling us all we need to know about credit, credit reporting, credit scores. And uh, thanks again for coming in today, Oh, Mike. you're welcome. Always a yeah, pleasure to have you here. for inviting me in. And uh, have, good to have a fellow Norwegian in, in the oh room as gosh. well. Here we I, go. Huh? Uh, I feel like I pastry. need to go get Norwegian injections or something so I can, like, I can't believe how many Norwegians we have on this show all the time. Well, you're in Seattle, you know. I know, but so many more of us are moving here. Like, yeah. how am I still so surrounded? I know. I'm not even sitting in Ballard right now. Well, you're lucky. I guess you're lucky. I'm lucky. <laughs> I have a friend of mine just gave me some uh, Ole and Lena seasoning. It's a jar with Ole and Lena, the, probably the two most famous Norwegians ever, Ole and Lena, if you've ever heard all the Ole and Lena jokes. Uh, most but, famous uh, among Norwegians. Right. But Ole and Lena seasoning <laughs> is a jar that has salt and pepper in it. That's it. Uh, because anything else would just be too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Because Norwegians, they like their oh food gosh. a little on the bland side. But uh-huh. uh, anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, okay. Mike. Um, well, let's not talk about anything more bland, right. shall we? So, we've, we've, <laughs> talked, a little, we've talked about uh, some changes to credit scores. Fortunately, uh, uh, liens and judgments may, you know, they have mm-hmm. to be verified before they can show up on a credit mm-hmm. report. Collections, things like parking tickets, pretty much are not going to show up, you know, anymore, which Correct. can really have yeah. a significant impact mm-hmm. yeah. uh, improving a person's score. Although, you you know, time will tell what percentage, maybe a, a low percentage of, yeah, of we're people. We're still only a month into this. Yeah, so it's let's all new. Look right. at it in January and see yeah, see what type absolutely. of results. I'm already seeing big changes, yeah. though, um, yeah. honestly. So we had some customers were like, uh, in June, were like, they're, like, how's your credit? Well, it's like, well... Why don't we wait till July and then we'll pull your credit and take a look at it? You know, so so it, it's it's having an impact now. So uh, something that every consumer should really know too are some of the things that make up uh, your credit score. Mm-hmm. And, and can you sure. talk about that? Yeah, and and again, let's talk about FICO scores in particular. Although many of these are consistent with with mm-hmm. most credit scores. Uh, first two items that are most important. We always want to make make sure we pay our bills on time. So we never go more than 30 days past the due date. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's that's the number one item. Secondly, our balances on account, but especially credit card Mm -hmm. uh, balances because it's unsecured debt. So even if we make our payments on time each month, if we have a large amount of unsecured debt, that's a higher risk. Mm -hmm. There's nothing backing those up except our signature, our promise to pay them Mm -hmm. back. If we default, the creditor can't come back and take uh, the dinner we enjoyed last right. night or the vacation we went on a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So, so there's some recourse through the courts, but mm-hmm. still. Um, and then uh, the other item I think is really important, uh, and we we educate consumers when we do first time homebuyer classes mm-hmm. is 
limiting new inquiries, right. especially when they start working with the realtor and the lender. Yeah. And Reba, I'll ask you, have you ever had a situation where you're at the signing table and somebody drives up in their new car? No. I have. But that's only because we talk to our clients in advance. Yeah. We tell mm -hmm. them as soon as we get in the process, don't go buy a new car right now. Yeah. Or furniture. Don't get a new credit no, no. card. In fact, that's what I just had in that Back whole out. conversation Reba, yesterday was don't do that. I don't By know the if way, you remember, remind... we, had, we had some clients. Well, they actually were See, potential clients. Yes. Who uh, just, they bought his and hers cars. Each one had a, a bought mm -hmm. a brand new car with a $750 payment each. Oh, they were like 500 and, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were up there. But either. And, uh, yeah, they lost 250000 of purchasing power. Mm, yeah, and thankfully, we had them talk to Eric first to discover that. Mm. Otherwise, there could have been a lot of time and effort found out later on of like, oh, you can't even do this. Like right. that's because we're always trying to set people up for success, which sorry, but I'm going to throw this out there because we haven't talked about it this whole time. We do have a first time home buyer class coming up on mm. August 19th. Yes. That'll be in West Seattle at the Youngstown Cultural Arts Center. So if you're interested in the class, info at teamreba.com. We are still taking reservations. I think we have uh, close to a dozen people already mm -hmm. signed up yeah, for that already. It's going to be a pretty good-sized class. It's going to be a good-sized class, limited. but it's a big classroom that we have at that yeah, space, which right. is wonderful. So yes. if you're interested, we'll be talking about all these topics at that mm -hmm. class. Mm -hmm. But keep going with what else do you cover about yeah. first-time so, buyers. So, so when, when, we, when we talk to first-time home buyers, and, and, and we share this with our, with our clients as well, uh, there's some, some – some items that, that consumers should really be aware of once they start working with the realtor and mm -hmm. the lender. Uh, Eric mentioned a couple of moments ago uh, disputed accounts. If, if any of your listeners have ac accounts that are currently in dispute, uh, even though Fannie Mae has updated their, their, their rules on disputed accounts, it's best get those removed. Because if Eric were to pull the credit report and there's disputed accounts, it may not go through the automated underwriting engine, then you have to get them removed. So Correct. that's right. one item. Secondly, if, if you have put a credit freeze on your file, and that is a proactive mm. measure that a consumer can take to protect their file from mm -hmm. anybody looking at it unless they unlock it. But if they forget to unlock it and Eric tries to pull the credit report, that data won't be delivered. So you can usually get your file unlocked and then access the data within a couple of days. But in this market, multiple offers, and you were talking mm -hmm. about multiple offers yeah. earlier, well, two or three days may put your borrower at the end of the line. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's right. yeah. another thing. Get that off of there first. Okay. One other quick thing about that. So a woman in my office um, the other day got a phone call and someone was like, uh, we just had someone... Apparently, with your with a ID with your name on it, go and like they they got money out of her account, and so she's had to put a freeze on a bunch mm -hmm. of her stuff and go run to the bank and take care of things. And I told her, you know, you might want to see about a ninety day. Like I think what you're talking well, that, about, like a, that's a fraud alert. That's a okay, fraud alert. So different than a, a freeze. freeze. Okay, yeah, okay. credit freeze. Uh, what what that what, what what that means is the consumers put a freeze on their file so no potential lender can access the data from why would they do that though? Well, I'll throw out a name that's like like lifelock 
something like that is pretty much what they're doing, right? Well, to, to a degree, but it's at the it's done directly with the bureau. With the bureau, and for free. For free. Well, yeah. in some states it's free. In Washington State, it's ten dollars and I think ninety five cents, ten ninety five to do it here yeah. to lock it and unlock it. But the reason they do that is they don't want somebody coming into their personal information mm -hmm. and applying to a lender who then goes out and gets uh, the credit data and maybe approves their application. So it's like a proactive fraud measure? It's a measure? proactive, preventative Okay, measure. so not like something's happened and now you're having Correct. to react. This is proactive. Yeah, the reactive okay. is a fraud alert. Okay, And you can do that Got for it. 90 days. You can do it up to seven years. Right. The credit okay. freeze is a proactive, preventative measure. Okay. But if you have that on there, you want to you wanna work with your realtor and your mm -hmm. lender, time it, so you unlock that when the lender's ready to pull the credit report, they're receiving the full file at that moment. Mm -hmm. Got it. Uh, also, if, if- Do it, they need to leave it open throughout the entire process because they do a second pull no, at the end of the no, thing? No, no. Well, they okay. have 24 to 48 hours. Okay, yeah. well, we've got like just a couple minutes left. Are we? Do we have more things that you need to cover? J just a couple, couple things real quickly. If you have high credit card balances, if you've got the resources, Get them down below twenty five percent of the credit limit to optimize your scores. Mm -hmm. That's a significant. Yeah, and, and then yes. limit your inquiries for new credit, barring emergency. And emergencies come up, but don't go buy a new car. Don't up, don't mm -hmm. get the discounts at the department stores. Don't get excited mile. and get a bunch of new furniture. Exactly. <laughs> well, and let's talk about the yeah the uh, the zero percent interest. Transfer all your balances over to this oh, card. Sure. Those ones you're going to end up being at a hundred percent of your credit limit. In most cases, that will torpedo your credit yeah. score. And there may be financial reasons to mm -hmm. do that, but for credit scoring, mm -hmm. really be disciplined in the in the 90 to 120 days before you close your mortgage loan. Then once you give them the keys, you know, go crazy then, but not too crazy. Well, I'm fiscally conservative <laughs> myself, so maybe don't go so crazy because, you know, you're going to have take other the, maintenance stuff the down the road. Take Scandinavian approach and be conservative. There you go. No, yeah. He's just cheap. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, we really appreciate Yasha having Yemenja. you on the show Oh, you're today welcome. It's my pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you on. Yeah. Hopefully to have you on again yeah. in the future. Yeah, and if you're interested in a lunch and learn, send us an email at info at teamreba.com. Uh, that's right. And join us if you have first-time buyer class, August 19th in mm -hmm. West Seattle. Saturday, can, 10 to 3. Yep, 10 to 3. Info at Team Reba. Thanks for listening again, everyone. We'll be here next Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Hope this is enjoyable to you. Hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro East Side on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.